you're listening to WAMCAT, the only podcast on the internet that takes comedy seriously. Thanks for listening to WAMCAT. Uh, hello and welcome to WAMCAT. Uh, I am your host, Waffles. Uh, and as you all know, this is a call-in advice podcast. Uh, so we will be streaming live. So if throughout any point in the podcast you have a question, you need some advice, uh, call in and I will endeavor my best uh, to answer that for you. And and so I think we should just get on with the show. Uh, so a bit of, I suppose, housekeeping uh, to, to begin with. Last week, I gave the advice that you should sell all of your gold. Uh, I've been told that that was bad advice as the value of gold was down. So my apologies for that. If you did st- uh, sell all your gold and you didn't profit as much as you as you think you should, uh, my advice would be for that as uh, take those shotguns uh, that I got you to buy a couple of weeks ago. Uh, take those to the bank and then ask the bank politely to give your money back. And I'm sure that the very friendly, very welcoming tellers at your local bank will more than happily oblige uh, with your requests. I'm not exactly quite sure why having a shotgun makes them more cooperative. It just, in my experience, uh, that that's what I found. Uh, is that you have a shotgun, doesn't even need to be loaded. Um, also, balaclavas. Apparently, they're very fashionable. Uh, and so we're now going on to the fashion advice portion of, of the show. If you have a balaclava, uh, wear it to the bank uh, with the shotgun. They'll be so impressed by your up-to-date, trendy fashion choices that they'll be more than willing to give all of the gold to you. Uh, so yeah, so that's a little addendum to, to last week's episode. So we've got that out of the way, uh, and I believe, if I'm uh, getting the right signals from my producer, that we do have a caller on the line, and so I think we should just go straight to the first caller. Uh, hello, caller, you are on the air. Welcome to WAMTAC. Ah, uh, yeah, g'day, hello. I've got a problem where I've been eating too many carrots. I just can't get enough of them. I think I'm addicted uh, is there any advice you could give me that'll help me with my carrot addiction? Thank you. A uh, long time listener, first time caller. Thanks. Oh, yeah, cool. So a carrot addiction, quite, quite common, especially this time of year where carrots are in season. My advice would be to stop eating carrots. It seems that your problem is that you're eating too many carrots. So as a professional psychologist, my advice to you would be that you, you go and you see a carrot and you're thinking, oh, yum, yum, I'm going to eat that carrot. Don't. Don't do that. You see the carrot and you're like, yeah, I want to eat that carrot. But just think, do I do I really want to eat that carrot? And then think to yourself, no, no, I'm not going to eat that carrot. I'm stronger than that carrot. That carrot is not the boss of me. Uh, in fact, I want you to dominate that carrot. I want you to go up to that carrot and start punching it and kicking it. Uh, get a knife, right, even, and cut that carrot into into little, little, little pieces. Or, or get a grater and, like, grate that carrot up just to really show how much of a boss you are over that carrot. And then just the icing on the cake, right, is bake it into a cake. 
right? You get that carrot, you you introduce it to your greater and say that I am, see, this is like a whole metaphor. You're saying like, I am greater than the carrot, right? You grate that carrot up, not even just that one carrot, you get a whole bunch of carrots, right? Get that carrot and all its little orange carrot friends, right? And you go, I am better than you. I am greater than you. You grate all of them up and then you bake them into a cake, right? You dominate them by saying, look, you're not even carrots anymore, you're cake, right? And then what you do, because we all know that carrots and lemons, like they're best friends, you get a lemon and you zest that lemon, right? And then you squeeze all of the juices out of that lemon and you make that lemon into a beautiful icing, right? You get a bit of icing sugar, you get a bit of lemon, right? You get a little bit of the lemon juice, you mix that together, a little hot water if you need to, right? And, and you mix that all together into a beautiful, zesty, lemony icing. And you, you like add insult to injury by smothering that lemon all over that beautiful cake where you get eggs and butter and milk and sugar and that grated up carrot and other ingredients and whatnot. You mix those all together in a large baking bowl, right? And then you turn your oven on about 180 degrees Celsius. I'm not quite sure what that is in Fahrenheit because I'm not an American. As we've previously established, right? You get that, you know, you put it, you grease an, a baking tin, right? You get a cake tin, you get some, you get some grease or a bit of grease paper. You, you line that, you slather that batter in there, right? You bake that on uh, about 180 degrees, depending on your oven, for about half an hour to an hour, depending checking it every so often until it's nice and fluffy and golden and then you let it cool and then you slather that icing all over it right and then then you invite people around because you need to be strong right you need to show off that you're not being dominated by those carrots anymore right so you invite people around and say we are going to celebrate you're going to celebrate the fact that I'm not addicted to carrots anymore right, you, you do that, you get a whole bunch of friends around, you put a pot of tea on, right, you get that tea flowing, bit of milk if people want it, bit of sugar if people want it, however they want it, you brew the hell out of that tea, right, and then you get that cake, and then you aggressively attack it with a knife by cutting it very safely into, into beautifully uh, segmented portions, right? And then you offer your guests, would they like some of the cake that you made in celebration of the fact that you're not addicted to carrots anymore, right? Because that's a moment to celebrate, right? A lot of things about addiction, right? Everyone's just like, oh, it's so hard, it's so tough, but nobody's really celebrating the fact that, uh, you, you know, you can overcome your addictions. You're bigger than that. You're stronger than that. You're a better person. And especially with the help of your community, right? So you reward the community with a beautiful carrot cake that you just made to show how much of a boss you are over carrots. The fact that they're not going to dominate you anymore. So that, that listener, right, is my advice to you on uh, on how to, you know, not, not be dominated by carrots anymore. So, um... Yeah, I think I got a bit passionate about that. I think I got a, a, I ran away with that one a bit. But, uh, you know me, I'm passionate about helping people. I'm passionate about giving people advice. And and so, look, I apologize if I come off as a bit heated. But, uh, you know, preheating the oven uh, is always uh, is always good advice, especially where, when carrot cake is involved. Uh, so, so, yeah, I think uh, that that'll, that'll sum that up.
so thank you for calling in. I hope that the advice helped. Uh, and I believe, uh, if uh, my producer is signaling me correctly, uh, that we've got another caller on the line. So we shall uh, we shall listen to them, see what their issue is, and uh, I'll see if I can I can help them as much as I helped the first. Ah, uh, yeah. Hello. Uh, my my uh, issue is that I seem to have been turned into a sentient teddy bear by an evil witch. Uh, she went up to me and was just like, um, "Bibbity bobbity, you're a bear." Boom. Uh, and and so now I'm a I'm a sentient teddy bear that has been hired on as a producer for a radio advice show. Uh, and and so any advice on how you can uh, get me not turned into a teddy bear anymore, uh, that, that would be appreciated because it is kind of very much affecting the quality of my work. I'm not able to uh, actually, you know, control the machinery that I'm usually controlling. I'm not able to signal uh, whether or not there's a guest on the line. I'm kind of just a stuffed teddy bear with a consciousness inside with very limited movement if any at all any advice around this would be would be very helpful thank you uh, now believe it or not this is actually one of those questions uh that we get a lot in this show right we've been doing the show for years now uh, we hear all sorts of issues coming through being turned into a stuffed animal by by a marauding witch comes up quite a bit so I want everybody to listen to this, right? Because this, you might think, oh, that's never going to happen to me until it does, right? Uh, so this is something that you want to be on, on guard against. Witches are deathly allergic to water. So always have some water around on you. And if you see a witch or even just somebody that looks like a witch, uh, and of course, how do, you, how, do you, how, how do you know what a witch is? How do you know if somebody is a witch? Uh, well, it's quite obvious, right? Um, they got a big hat. So anybody with a big hat, you got to be suspicious of, right? Um, they often have a broom, right? Now, don't confuse them with janitors, right? Because if you throw water at janitors, all you're going to do is just piss them off, right? So janitors are allowed to have brooms. Like if somebody's cleaning up, whatever, they're allowed a broom. But if somebody's just like casually walking down the street with a broom and they don't really look to be like cleaning anything up, be suspicious of that because that might be a witch, right? So if they got a big hat, and they got a broom that's like two check marks of you might be dealing with a witch here, right? The third thing is their ability to use magic, right? This is kind of the key big thing, right? So if they got a big hat, if they're carrying a broom, but especially if they start chanting a magical spell, right? It cauldrons as well, like they're not necessary, but oftentimes... Uh, they will have a massive cauldron and they'll be like chanting and stirring and there'll probably be like a few of them if there's a cauldron. So if you see like a bunch of people with big hats and brooms stirring a cauldron, like get out of there. That's a that's a bad situation that you're finding yourself in, right? So don't be in that situation would be my advice for that situation, but that wasn't what was asked, right? What was asked was how do you reverse this? So first thing, right, be on the lookout. That's just my generalized advice to everybody because as i said this comes up a lot big hats brooms and the ability to use magic so that's like the three b's right the big hats the brooms and the ability to use magic right yeah i know ability starts with an a but i gotta i'm trying to do a thing here right just to remember the three the three b's big hats brooms ability to do magic right if you find yourself in that situation 
right? You've got a witch on your hands and, and you want to get out of there, right? They're allergic to water, so have some water on you, throw some water in their face. They'll be like, ah, I'm melting. And, and then you can just get out of there, right? Get as far away from this as possible. Get some more water, right? That's my advice because they're probably going to get annoyed because you might have just splashed a janitor by mistake. It will happen. Learn how to apologize to janitors. They like chocolate unless they're allergic to chocolate, in which case they like something else. Find out what your local janitor likes because you might accidentally splash water in their face and you might need to apologize to them. Just generally good life advice for anybody in that situation. Right, janitors are people too. Be nice to local janitors, right? However, if all of this goes wrong and you find yourself actually being turned into a witch or in, into a teddy bear by a witch, then here's what you do, right? You get some carrots. You grate those carrots up and you mix them into a cake batter and you bake them in the oven on about 180 to 200 degrees Celsius, depending on your oven, depending on whether it's fan bake or not, right? You get some lemons, you make them into a delicious icing, right? You, you put the kettle on, you put the jug on, right? You make a, you brew a delicious pot of tea, right? And you invite the local witch over. And you apologize profusely to them for whatever it is that you did to piss them off, right? Or even they might have been feeling off that day, right? So witches, witches are people too. Like that's one of the things I want to establish, right? Witches are people too. They're, they're people with the capacity to turn people into teddy bears, right? But they're people too, right? So you invite them over, right? You say, look, whatever this whole teddy bear situation is, right? I apologize. I apologize. I would like to make amends. Here's a nice cake that I baked earlier. Would you like some? Could I get you a cup of tea, right? Now, remember earlier when I said that witches were deathly allergic to water? Tea is like 99% water. It's just flavored hot water. That's what a lot of people don't know about tea. It's flavored hot water, right? So now that you've got this cup of tea and you're waving it in front of the witch's face, she is like, what they? Whatever, witches come in all genders, I want to say that, right? There's this whole stereotype of witches being like old woman, but like, honestly, in my experiences, witches like run the entire gender spectrum, right? Uh, like, you you don't want to misgender a non-binary witch, like that'll, whew, that's a whole other kettle of fish that we might get into later, we'll, we'll see, right? So you got this witch right at, at tea point, right? You got this tea and you're, you're like, oh no. I'm a teddy bear. I can't control this tea. My l movement is highly limited at the fact that I'm now made out of felt and stuffing, right? Wouldn't it be a shame if, if I were to accidentally trip and spill this hot tea all over my lovely new witch friend, right? Who I've spent the afternoon baking this delicious cake for, right? And now the witch is going to be put into this situation where either they turn you back into whatever form you were originally in, right? So that you could have more stable control over the tea. And they'll also be, you know, looking upon you favorably. The fact that you've invited them over for this delicious cake in this chat, right? Because sometimes maybe that's all they want. Maybe that's all they want is a friend. Like, 
They, they might just be lonely and they might just be getting annoyed because everyone's just like, oh no, a witch and throwing water in their face all the time because somebody put it out there that witches are allergic to water and, and you know, they just keep on getting splashed all the time and maybe that annoys them and the fact that they just use magic first and then their words later, right? So the fact that you've invited them over to your house and, and offered them the delicious cake means that they're going to be more amenable towards you. Right. And the fact you've now found yourself in this precarious situation of not wanting to splash hot tea all over your new witch friend. Right. That the witch is going to see the situation that you're in and be like, wait, I have the ability to use magic. I can maybe magic this situation into a better one. Right. And bada bing, bada boom, you're, you're now a human again. Right. And, and you can get some of my patented WAMTAP brand water-free tea sachets, right? And you and, and your new witch friend can enjoy tea and cake together now that you're not a teddy bear anymore. So that, right, would be my advice, right? Now, now this whole thing about uh, non-binary witches and witches on the whole gender spectrum, right? It's quite as simple as just, like, asking the witch their pronouns first, or, or just if you know the pronouns, uh, you know, not misgendering them. Don't don't misgender anybody. That's that's this whole a whole bit of just general life advice. Uh, but especially people with the ability to use magic, right? So that's witches, wizards, warlocks, clerics, paladins, rangers. You know, the whole magical spectrum of folk, right? Don't misgender any of them. Because uh, I know how to deal with witches. Witches, I just happen to know, have a fondness for carrot cake. Uh, so it's a generally good life advice to know how to cook carrot cake. But like anybody with the ability to use magic, uh, or you know anybody without the ability to use magic, uh, misgendering people not something you should be doing. Uh, so so yeah, uh, that's that's my advice. If you have found yourself being turned into a stuffed animal of any sort, right? Uh, learn how to make carrot cake. Get the witch around. Make friends with them. Uh, you could just ask them politely. Like that's that's something you could do. Um, be like, hey. Uh, I seem to have been accidentally turned into into a t cute little teddy bear. Uh, could maybe I not? Uh, you know, you could just use your words. Um, but if if that doesn't work, then then you've got the whole tea situation to fall back on, right? So that's that's my advice uh, for if you've been yeah. So that's my advice for if you've been turned into a teddy bear by a witch. Uh, yeah, uh, and as I said, it comes up quite a bit. So even if you're like, that'll never happen to me. Uh, and then you do find that it did happen to you. You'd be like, ah, oh, I listened to that episode. Now I know I know what to do with this. So, so yeah, um, that's why you should be telling all your friends to be listening to WAMTAP because you never know when one of them might need the advice that the show is giving. So that's, uh, yeah, that's that's what I would say. Uh, now my, my producer uh, seems to have left for some reason. I'm not quite sure why. Um, although I do smell the delicious sweet scent of a baking carrot cake, so that's that's always a good sign. Um, but I can see a like flashing red button here, uh, and you know me, you know my my motto is if there's a flashing red button to press it. Uh, so you know that's what we're gonna do. Um, so now I'm gonna press this button and and see what happens. Boop. Ah uh, yeah, hello. Yeah, I'm a witch that is addicted to turning people into cute little soft animals. Um, I, I'm not quite sure why, uh, it's just something that ever since I was young, uh, I just seem to, it's, it's almost involuntary at this point, 
of it, I see somebody, I get the vibes that they're not happy with themselves. They're not happy being a human. And I'm like, you know what people are happy with? Soft animals, right? You, you ever see somebody and you give them a soft toy and they're, they're, they're unhappy? No, people are always happy with soft toys. So I'm thinking, if somebody's happy cuddling a soft toy and playing with a soft toy, then why wouldn't they be happy being a soft toy? You get the logic, you get the logic here. Anyway, so, so the point being is, is that not everybody, you know, um, but just certain individuals, I'll be like, that That seems to be a person that, in my humble opinion, needs to be a teddy bear. And then, uh, before I'm even aware of it, they're a teddy bear. Uh, and it's been causing me some issues in life. I went to the bank the other day to try to get my gold back, uh, and the teller was like, uh, do you have an account with us? And I was just like, for some reason, uh, the back of my head, thought in the back of my head was just like, you know what, I don't have an account with this bank. What I do have an account with is you being a teddy bear. And then they were turned into a teddy bear. Uh, and, and I didn't get my gold in the end. And so that was that was an issue, because uh, I needed that gold uh, in order to put it into a giant cauldron and stir it with uh, some of my witch friends. Because, uh, you know, that's that's a thing we like to do. Uh, and so it's, it's becoming an issue in, in my life uh, that... I just keep on turning people into teddy bears, and I don't know what to do about it. Uh, and then I was, like, talking to my counselor about it, and they were like, you know what? There's this good advice podcast called WAMTAT. You should listen to it, because they often give some good advice. Uh, and then you were talking about carrot cakes, and it got me hungry, because you know how much us witches love carrot cakes. And then it got me thinking, I should call in. And so I did, and I've been on a hold for the last half hour. Uh, and then and now I'm, I'm now talking to you. So that's, that's fun, that's good, that's right, right, yep, yep. So uh, I turned my counsellor into a teddy bear as well, by the way. Um, but it's a weird thing. I can still be a counsellor and a teddy bear at the same time because, uh, you know, I still have them, uh, gave them the ability to talk. And, and so they actually seem to be a bit more therapeutic. They've gone into kids' counselling now. Kids will come up and they'll be like, oh, it's a teddy bear, and then they'll offload all their, all their issues onto the teddy bear. And, and then the counsellor can be like, well, those are some issues, we should work on that. And then they get to chat, and, and it's, I think it's actually did, did them quite well. So, you know, it's not always a bad thing turning somebody into a TV. I just want to get that out of the way first. But, you know, there are some people that uh, it's very inconvenient for them. Uh, and it's quite inconvenient for me not having control over my ability to turn people into teddy bears. I've been rambling for a bit, so I'm going to I'm gonna go now. Um, but thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. I've been a long-time caller, first-time listener. Uh, thank you. Okay, cool. So this is uh, interesting. Uh, I've never had this situation come up on the show before. I always, always the inverse, never, never actually got in a witch on the show. So thanks. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. We like to hear both sides of the story uh, on the podcast. Uh, you know, we can really hash some stuff out. So I see, I was unaware. I was unaware that some witches didn't have control over their abilities, uh, which really just uh, leads credence to my, my further advice. That sometimes uh, just having a chat with it uh, might, might be good, right? Uh, so my advice uh, to you, witch would be that uh, you've got the ability to use magic, you've got the ability to reverse magic, right? Think about that. You can do stuff, but you can also undo stuff, right? If you've got the magic uh, to, to turn somebody into a teddy bear, you've also got the magic to not turn them into a teddy bear, 
right? Think about that. Think about that, right? So what I want you to do is, is next time you have the urge to turn somebody into a teddy bear, next time you have even the inkling of turning somebody into a teddy bear, this is what I want you to do, right? Think to yourself, I'm not going to be controlled by that, right? I'm bigger than that. I'm better than that. And then what I want you to do is turn them into a bunch of carrots. And then I want you to grate those carrots up, add them into a cake batter, bake them into the oven, right? Get some, like, you find somebody else, you're thinking, oh no, I turned somebody into a carrots. I'm feeling so guilty about that. Boom, you get that thought, you turn that thought into magic, turn the next person into some lemons, right? You zest those lemons, you juice those lemons, you mix them in to a delicious, a creamy, just beautiful, citrusy, sweet mwah, icing, right? You bake the cake, you put the icing on it, and you think to yourself, I didn't turn anybody into a teddy bear today, right? And then you reward yourself, you reward yourself with some delicious carrot cake, right? For a job well done, because you you just didn't turn anybody into teddy bears. And then, of course, there's going to be some issues down the line. I know, I know, I see, this is the thing. I can already hear hear what you're thinking. Yeah, but I turned people into carrots and lemons, right? But what I want to establish is that carrots and lemons aren't teddy bears. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, but you might also be thinking, you might be getting ahead of me, right? And thinking, if I wanted carrot cake, why can't I just turn somebody into a carrot cake, right? And see, this is the thing about carrot cake right, is it's not actually the carrot cake itself which is rewarding, it's the act of making a carrot cake that's therapeutic, right, so it's the grating of the carrots, the zesting of the lemons, the mixing everything together, the creating of the icing, the adding everything, it's the reward of a job well done, right, so that's, the, if people are like, this guy goes on about carrot cakes a lot, like carrot cakes are a metaphor for doing the work, Right. If you listen to my first ever episode of the show, I talked about how I loved had loved turning things into metaphors. The same way you can turn raw ingredients into cake. Right. So every time, every time in the show that I've mentioned making a carrot cake, really all it is 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 talking about getting your problem. And you might think that's a big problem, right? But like the ingredients of a cake, right? You can divide the problem into smaller bits. Right, smaller manageable bits, and then all like the steps of making a cake. You you can create some steps in your own life that now you've divided the problem into smaller problems, right? You can create steps on how to address all of those problems. And so the metaphor of turning somebody into carrots, right, is you don't literally turn somebody into carrots. You just think about turning somebody into carrots, and then you think, actually, I didn't turn them into a teddy bear, and then you just move on with your life. Right? And then the, the the lemons, right? Lemons are a little bit sour, right? So there might be issues that come up later on about, you know, I'm really craving turning somebody into a teddy bear, right? But you think, hang on, I'm not turning somebody into a teddy bear. And then you reward yourself by buying a, a delicious WAMTAP brand water-free tea. And you're thinking, hmm, I deserve this because I didn't turn anybody into a teddy bear today, right? And so that's that's my advice, right? Uh, is that just like carrot cakes, they get eaten and and they're delicious, right? I think what we've done today is we've really made progress towards making the world a better place, right? And so I think the biggest advice that I would uh, want people to take away from this, right, is that carrots are healthy, right? They're a good good source 
of, of beta carotene, which is good for your eyesight, right, as well as other nutrients and whatnot. Uh, vitamin K, I think that a lot of people don't think about. Mm, yummy, yummy, and carrots, right? Good stuff, right? But also lemons, citrus, right? Stops you getting scurvy, right? Because we ain't no ancient sailors here, right? We're modern people and we don't want scurvy. So lemons, good, good for not having scurvy, right? So that's my takeaway from today, right? Is that we're healthy modern people and that carrot cake is delicious. So thank you for listening to the show. Thank you to everybody who called in. I hope that uh, this made your, your life a little bit better and, and really helped you sort through some issues. Uh, now, for some reason, I'm not quite sure why, I've got the hankering uh, for, for a bloody, bloody team cake. Uh, so that's what I'm going to be doing. Um, but I'll see you all next week. I uh, love you all. Goodbye. Pew, 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 pew.